Welcome to episode 200 of For Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. And I'm Kate Hammer. Are we going to make all of our voices be five registers higher for this? <laughs> ah, and I'm Kate Hammer. It's ah, Christmas. Kate Bradley. Oh, oh yeah, wait. That's hang on, the more best. of that. You want, you want more of this? Yeah. It's a cute little voice. It immediately makes me want to gouge my own eyes out. Oh, no. But it's a good little voice. Hey, what? Do you want to start a fire? Oh, I'd love to. Do you have some wood? I have lighter fluid and matches. Oh, my God. It's so advanced. <laughs> Can we go back to normal? Ho, Please. ho, ho. This music will stop eventually, right? Who knows? The it orange might. block is still there, Kate. Oh, my God. <laughs> what if for the whole hour I just had jingle bells playing on a loop? I would scream. You know. I know how to disable tracks. <laughs> oh, nice. See how much more productive you are? Uh, Kate, I'm all talk. <laughs> but I know I can figure it out. Oh, yeah, you'll just press on all the buttons. Yeah. Smashy, smashy, break right the screen. Click, right smashy. click, right <laughs> oh, so. this continues on for too much longer, I'm starting to eat chips into the mic. It's a, it's a, it's just a jingle bell, guys. It's, it's just, just a jingle, a jingle bell? bell. I, uh, she's doing it. She's, she's, get, the she's getting she's the pack the open. Uh, oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this is it. This is our last episode of the year, and it's episode two hundred. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Woo! And it's our Krimbus episode. Two hundred. Two hundred. Oh, oh. Was not there for the birth, but I am here for the two hundred. Thank God you didn't say death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. Also, this is it. <laughs> Game over. It's been a welcome good to episode two hundred of Barrow Shell. Comma J. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I've been thinking about him. Me ever too. Since. Yeah. Me too. He's in a new ad that plays on my YouTube, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Is it the banking ad? Uh, it, no, it's ad uh, hashtag hockey, hockey Twitter. Okay. Oh. I don't know what it is, but Jason, and I'm like, keep talking, fella. Yeah. <laughs> that makes 100%. sense. He just put out his hockey book. Exactly. A fan's life. The fan, Habs, Habs fan, born into it. Born yeah, into it. fandom born into it or something like yeah. that. If you want more on that, listen to The Scrum. Yeah, I produced that episode and forgot the title of the book. So uh, we're off to a good start. It happens, it yeah. happens. So that's it. Christmas. Holiday yeah. time. Holiday time. I want, I want my niece. I want my nephew. I want my other baby nephew. Doesn't yet have a personality. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I, I'm going to hold you for a little bit. But yeah. then, to be honest, I'm going to kick it with Austin and yeah, Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, Austin and Corbin? Those yeah. are such cool names. Good names. They are very white names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very. My family is our white farmers. And yes. <laughs> I was going to say they sound like mid-2000s Disney Channel stars. Oh, for oh, Corbin. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Corbin. And Austin's. Austin's a little lady, mm-hmm. and she's like me, but sassier 
and more of a bitch. It's <laughs> smaller. It's a smaller package. So you do, do you have sass moments? Like where oh, she gives it. you sass and then you give her she back sass? She has the most expressive eyebrows <gasps> I've ever come across. And it is heart-wrenching. She goes through roller coasters. Like she'll be telling a story and she gets so into it. She's like telling a story of a mosquito bite and she'll be like and her eyebrows will just like go to their hair hairline <laughs> and then dip in and she'll get so ups and then or like when she or uh, that was it one time she was talking about their cat who got in another fight with another cat uh-huh. and had a little like a scratch on his ear right and she was like daniel got in a fight and like her just this, oh, no. her <laughs> eyes like they pushed to, oh my god i when i was just like I don't want you to have to deal with any more negative things than that (laughs) because, like, this already seems like a negative ten on Uh, emotional scale. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if we go any, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't even want to say worse things because I feel like that's asking for them to happen. Oh my goodness, her eyebrows are going to go straight to the back of her head. (laughs) Just like whoa, whoa. But they are. They're like Eugene Levy caterpillars. It's amazing. (laughs) I feel like little kids like expressing sadness is such a crushing feeling. Yes. Like anytime Toby like he'll he has this really good pat when he's like genuinely sad about stuff that just like breaks my heart and I'm like oh, I don't want anything actually bad to happen to you like yeah. you're just upset because I made you put on sleeves <laughs> but like as soon as something in real life makes you this sad I don't know I can't deal with that but that's the thing and that's how kids get too spoiled yeah because you need a little bit of you know <laughs> discomfort yeah yeah and I'm but, saying that yeah. in like literal discomfort of just like hey it's maybe a little cold in this house and it's like well to save the environment and money we'd leave it a little cold put mm-hmm. on a sweater yeah. you know that that not yeah. not um like catching your leg in a bear trap. No. Yeah, that yeah, can yeah. Build character yeah. too. <laughs> it would build. Well, absolutely. That's why I leave bear traps all around my house just in case. Is that why Toby's dressed as a bear right now? <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to go full authentic experience in the He's woods. method. Did you know that one of the kings, I think one of the Louis kings of France once made a made a people put like trees and grass and release foxes into the Louvre because it used to be a castle, right? Right. Yeah. Museum. So he could go hunting without having to go outside. What oh, a dick. What a life. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't do that if you didn't feel like going outside, but you really wanted to If hunt. it was as easy and like you didn't have to think about any of the details, all you had to do was, I would like to shoot indoors, but feel like I'm outdoors. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow, and that's all you had to do. I yeah, I've yeah, I would fall into that shit real fast. Didn't my French accent kill right then? <laughs> I would like. <laughs> I feel like that's just like inventing video games, basically. Like you know, Duck What's Hunt, live action role play. Yeah, yes. oh, that's it. He was like, cos- he was a cosplayer. Yeah, yeah, was a, yeah totally. <laughs> or that. Oh my god, that's one thing I read recently was like people who wear uniform like jerseys with you know people's players names on them they're just cosplayers yeah oh totally but socially except or like sport acceptable cosplayers yeah because cosplayers are socially acceptable it's amazing but there's just such a stigmatism when it's like we all do it for different things well yeah like uh fucking pools sports pools it's like yeah, D and D. It's like it's like exactly. it's all the stats and the the fantasy. It's just it's just fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what is up with that? Oh, yeah, do really it if it makes like... you happy. Yeah, but no. then leave medieval cosplayers alone. Yes. Yeah. What yes. if what if someone made like a 
D&D campaign that where you everyone was football players <laughs> where it's like it's like a standard D&D universe but yeah. everyone is a football player dropped into it and all of your moves are just like you throw ball you tackle that's it you can run you can tackle you can throw ball do they have rich home lives maybe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's their starting point? It's like a fish out of water thing where they're like, oh crap, we have to fight dragons, but all we can do is tackle and throw ball. Yeah, I'm just worried that they might, you know, get toasty real fast. Yeah. You know, well, they have the no shield. For. Wait, now they're well, wearing it's plastic. armor? It's plastic. Yeah. You it? know how basically. You, th- you think footballers play with full metal armor? Is that I don't what you're know. Saying? I never played football. <laughs> all it would do, the dragon would melt all their plastic, you know, uniform ar- armor t- together, encasing them in. Uh, a, little, a little football mummy. Until a wizard came by a mm-hmm. hundred years later. And the wizard is the coach. The wizard is the coach. And then the wizard resuscitates them and no, starts the a wizard, fantasy football team. The wizard would be the, the sportscaster because he's the one who like talks, Oh, right? yes, yes, the puppet master. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Or would that be the, look, uh, I don't know. But speaking about things that are encased and come back to life, because I, because I, I, uh, uh, Pat was listening to our podcast when uh-huh. we were talking about pyrosomes, ah. and he told me about another colony. Fuck, I can't remember what they're called, but it's this, this. Ah, oh, shit, shit, shit. I'll try and find it later and put it on a thing. But um, it, it, it's uh, uh, not a fungus. It's something that isn't related to anything else on the planet. What? And it's just it's a, no, it's, a, it's another mind. like colony thing where it's all okay. a bunch of tinies that are together, and then it sort of spreads out. It like sends out a tendril to go see if there's food somewhere, huh. and if they reach nothing, it's it like communicates to the tendril to come back to the mass of goop. Oh, and weird. And then if there's no food, it creates a hard shell around itself huh. and just waits. Yeah. And they uh, they they were they were fucking around with some of these in the Smithsonian or something. I can't remember what Pat said, but like samples from like hundreds of years ago. And they're like, what if we just give it food and see what happens? And it fucking woke up for the food. Oh no, Tom! As one, Tom. Guys, let's head over to the cash corner. What do you think, Dick? <laughs> this is the part of our show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Happy holidays. Ho, 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 etc. Did you do everything you wanted to do this year? Did you wish your loved ones a happy Hanukkah? Did you give a big old smooched old Sandy Claus? Are you feeling the Krimba spirits? This is a great time of year to make generous donations and spread the love, and there's no better way to do that than by giving us money on Patreon. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Candace, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Will, and Anne. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Carlea, who asks... Are you ready to jingle your bells? <laughs> Thank you, Carleo, for that <laughs> wonderful question. We got to spend 15 minutes on this one. <laughs> you, you ready? Are you ready to jingle your bells? I'm ready to jingle my bells. Yeah? Yeah, I, I programmed them into this episode beforehand. Yeah. This is my contribution That's to your the jingling co- oh, of bells yeah. this year. Um, look, if my bells are my tits, uh, <laughs> they always be jingling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If my bells are my booty... Yeah. It uh, always be jingling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if my bells be my eyeballs, 
They never be jingling, but they always be wet. <laughs> I like the little clop yeah. clop sound that's happening. You hear that? Yeah. Oh, there's wood. There's wooden spoons there. It's like the little blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wood block. Uh, I've been thinking about jingling bells. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, for me, jingling the bells is is like. It's getting ready for the holidays, right? It's getting in the holiday spirit. Okay. We put up our Christmas tree this week. Uh-huh. Our Christmas tree, the top came off of it. So it's just kind of a Christmas bush. Is, fake, is it a fake tree? No, it's real. Okay. Yeah. I bought a real tree, a whole real tree. It's really, tree. really nice, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's smell, nice, right? The it, smell is... It's pretty, it smells yeah. good, but the top came off. So there's nowhere to really put the star. Fun thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah... Growing up, we always had real trees that we cut down from our own farm. Right. And what we would do is we would just cut the tops off the wind, the line of windbreakers uh-huh. that we had. Windbreakers when you plant a bunch of trees in a line to mm. stop the wind. Um, so we would just cut off the tops of them. And so one year, my oldest brother, Ben, didn't measure, you know, just cut it off. We drag it inside and it's too tall. So then instead of cutting the bottom off a foot he cuts the top <laughs> off to make it fit. <laughs> so we had like a trapezoid, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a tree. Mm-hmm. And I remember him finishing. He was so, you know, mad. Oh, I didn't fear. I should have. And then I was like, why didn't you just cut from the bottom? He was like, <laughs> we didn't speak up back then, did you? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Oh. And I will never let that go. Yeah. This year I have a little lavender plant as it, it's shaped into a tree. Oh, that's oh. nice. It's really nice because I you have like, a small apartment. You like trimmed it into You're supposed it? to, tr- well, it came trimmed okay. and I'm supposed to keep trimming it, but I can't, it's just so green and lovely and I, it, you, the leaves smell like lavender. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those good ones. Ooh, nice. that yeah. sounds really nice. How about you? Yeah. I've only ever had plastic trees. Your whole life? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, but the, I mean, I like things fitting together so like mm-hmm. getting the box out getting all these branches out and having that little click it's oh, almost yeah. like a snapple uh, mm, bottle pop yep. you know it's just like click and then like putting them in i just i just it always it always felt kind of shitty that it was so empty <laughs> like we would put like a bunch yeah. of tinsel and stuff yeah. on it but like the branches are so naked yeah. and, like, these little it's like paper every every layer is flat like paper but uh, my aunt would have a real tree when i would go to england sometimes oh. so that was nice Nice. But, uh, and we each had our own decorations. Did you guys have that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, our own boxes of decorations. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, you got a section of tree. My mom <laughs> only let us do it one at a time because otherwise we would bite each other's heads oh, off. Oh, yeah. That was my branch. <laughs> mom. <laughs> so that you would each be let in close to the tree one at a time? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then, like, you know, because they're all so short, <laughs> like only yeah. half the tree, and then my mom would have to fill in the rest. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we decorated with, like, the lights and bubbles we had lying around, but we don't have much yet. I think that's one of those things where, like, every year you've got to, like, invest, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. get, like, a couple more that you like, and then by the time your kids are adults, it's like, oh, we've got this really, like, busy Christmas tree now. Yeah. Well, and now your kids are going to, every year, they're going to start bringing home ornaments for right. school. They're going to make oh, so yes. many. Yeah. The Play-Doh ornaments. The, like, Hand print yes. in the clay. Yeah. Yeah. The weird, like, I had this, um, of course, it wouldn't be an episode of Ever Discussion if no one rang our doorbell. Um, <laughs> you should share, Tom, if you oh. assigned for a Santa to come in here and give us Yuletide oh. greetings. Do you want me to call Johan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I do. Yeah. What's yeah. it What's it called? Like needle felting? 
Is that, is that what that's called? Maybe where it's like felt, but you like prick it with a needle to make it different shapes and stuff. Oh, um, I think I get what you're. I think it's just felting. Felting. I think. Yeah. I had like a felted ornament that was a mouse in a little like coat with the oh monocle. It was super cute. Oh. I don't know. I, I guess my mom has that probably. I should steal that from her. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now we just have this like Christmas tree that's missing its top, and like we bought it with a top, but then when I was pulling it out of the truck. It just like yeah. came right off, and we're like, okay, well now we have a second tree. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried duct small. taping it? Oh. No, I didn't think of that. That would have totally worked. Yeah, we just ended up putting it in a vase in Orion's room, so Aww. it's like you've got a little Christmas tree now too. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And now you'll always remember the year that you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. I ruined Christmas. I'm you, the did. you did. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, okay, so. One of my aunts, my dad's only sister, passed away about a month after I was born. I know this seems like a jump in conversation, (laughs) but it's not. Um, And her name was Karen, and she really loved, like, she was really good at, like, arts and crafts, like, very artistic. And so she made all the women, like, her mom, her, and my mom, and my Aunt Sharon, these little ceramic, uh, uh, yeah, Christmas trees. And uh, you... It comes with a little stand and you put a light bulb in it and then it, it has a bunch of holes in it. Mm. So you put little mini tiny little Christmas looking lights and then from the inside it lights up. And like, oh, that's cool. That's an image that's for me because no one else really has that and Karen made them and painted yeah, them, yeah. right? And so that's an image that's always stuck in my head because that too, like mom let me decorate that and like <laughs> it was always a tradition. So... Uh, just the other day, uh, my friend Steven had to go to a ceramic cafe to make a small strawberry for his half sister because he made a small strawberry clay thing for her, mailed it, and it literally came in shattered. Oh, no. Like, to open that gift as a three-year-old. Oh, no. They no. showed and she was like, so she was like, Steven, I want a new strawberry <laughs> and I want it to be pink and black and white. And she's so particular. Oh, wow. So he made a special strawberry um, that I hope he's picking up right now because uh, he's <laughs> supposed to. And so I was like, well, I'll come with you and I'll find something to do too because it's really, it just feels nice to make stuff sometimes, right? Yeah. You forget. Yeah. I mean, you know, as an artist, but so, mixing it with your job, I mean whole another thing oh yeah yeah yeah. but like just the creative like yeah. let's mm-hmm. grab a so ball of good. clay and fuck around like and yeah. so i i i grabbed a picture a pitcher for to water my plants and then i was walking down and i see this ceramic christmas tree that's like identical oh wow I was, and i was blown away i was like oh my god this is i've never seen this before and so i took a picture and i sent it to my mom like oh isn't this funny and i looked at the price of it and i was like oh man and she's like, well, they're expensive when I find them, Kate. You should get it if it's only that. And it came, comes with all the electricity. I won't have it until after the holidays. But so I spent time like painting oh, and like putting. Oh, wonderful. So and that, and that feels really nice that like, mm. you know, because Anne Karen couldn't make me something. I'm making it, you know, carrying on that tradition yeah. myself. Yeah. That's really nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Because I feel like, especially with being. Uh, uh, a fifth generation Canadian, very generic European uh, person. We don't have a lot of specific traditions. Yes, yeah, right. We have very kind of like we eat wreath, uh, not the green kind. It's baked good. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like Chelsea buns, but not. Um, and my grade two teacher didn't believe me when I wrote down that my favorite <laughs> Christmas snack was wreath. She didn't let me. She kept being like, "No, Kate, that's a, that's a decoration. You're uh, you're stupid." Uh, <laughs> 
Anyway, so it's like, you know, so this trying, I've always tried to find traditions in my right. life that I'm like, this is, this is, has meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. beautiful about having or doing things that have been done for so long. Yeah. I don't know if you two have the same or yeah. similar I gotta say that tradition is something that's lacking enormously yeah. in my life. Uh, we had some when I when my parents were together, but like stuff stuff like my uh, dad would roll up newspaper into swords and we would we would poke them into the fireplace and, and, and stuff like that. And then fight each other. Yeah, oh, yeah flaming. No, we would fight each <laughs> this other first. Sounds amazing. <laughs> we would fight each other first, and then we would use them to poke it into the fire and that's stuff. Fun. So like sp- spending time uh, at the fireplace was was definitely mm. part of it. Um. Yeah, I guess single moms don't have a lot of time to, or energy to be like, let's sure. tradition this up. But yeah. as you said, like it, the 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 vague European, there's like not much yeah. tradition going on. I feel that you have to My, create like, your own, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. and because there's oh. meaning, yeah. I, you put meaning on. Sorry, yeah. that's it. No, I was gonna say my my European family. The only sort of Christmas tradition we have is like. Uh, St. Nicholas Day, which is December 6th, which is like, I feel like a lot of people do oh, that, is that here from too. from the Netherlands? Uh, no, uh, Hungarian, but I think a lot oh. of European countries do it. Yeah, where, um, yeah. You put the stuff in the boots, like you leave your boots out on the night of the 5th and then on the 6th there's like, usually like clementines and like chocolate and stuff mm-hmm. in there. Oh. Uh, kind of gross because yeah. like that's where most sweaty bags, feet go yeah. but like yeah it's it's a thing but then like actual christmas traditions like yeah i don't really have that much like my my thing is i like to watch a lot of musicals in december kind of mm. leading up to christmas uh-huh. but not necessarily christmas musicals although you could make the case that rent is a christmas musical because it like happens around christmas but like the sound of music is not a christmas movie at all but i feel like i need to watch it every year yeah. like right before christmas because yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i think they play it on cable like, it's very much a this time of year musical. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I think it's nothing... more of a family. Because it's like, yeah. you know, people sit down as a family to watch it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's like a three hour time commitment yeah. where you have to sit with your family in the same room. And, and at Julie the end Andrews... of the day, you hate Nazis. And it's like, no, <laughs> what, says, what says Merry Christmas more than fuck the Nazis? <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Julie Andrews is still a delight. Uh, yeah. And there delight. are still Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. I have this like vague memory of, of um, a movie that I'm not sure exists. It's the story <laughs> of, of the, what's his name? The dude, not the Grinch, the other. Krampus. No, the other dude, not a creature. He's a man, but he's a shitty person. Uh, the Christmas Vacation? No. <laughs> oh, Chevy yeah. Chase. Yeah, Chevy Chase. He's an awful person. <laughs> we all know this. Yeah. There's no secret. Uh, uh, Scrooge. 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 Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh, the yes. the awful Christmas guy. Um, How did we not <laughs> the one? Oh, he's the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. And and um, <sighs> there's this part in this film that is potentially only in my head where there's little cakes, but they go demon like and start Uh-oh. like they like they become evil and have opened their mouths. They don't have. Is it the, the Muppet? Christmas made, Carol. Made, but I was terrified. I remember oh, being afraid. Look, old Muppets went uh, unhinged. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's very good, but they, I um, I don't know. That's the closest that I could think of that character yeah, that being would, that Yeah, that would make of, sense. Right? That type of like, oh, shit, thing. little things coming to life. But I can't remember. Are you looking That's up? That's called a Christmas Carol, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 My grandma worked on one of those. Oh. She was a background artist for an animation studio. Wow. She did the the background art for the one that had like Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Tim Curry as the voices of a couple oh of the characters. Oh my God. But Tim this was live Curry. action. Oh, this was live action? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, which makes it even like, less likely that these cakes were coming to life. Yeah. There's been like 20 versions of that over the years. So yeah. I believe you that, that the one that you're thinking of must exist. Maybe. Because <laughs> you know when you have those memories, those like those like little yeah. nuggets from your past that you're like, is it true? <laughs> did I make this up? You probably didn't. The worst thing is that I have a really good memory. And so when people doubt me, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Know. They're like, Kate, that never happened. I'm like, there's a chance you're right, but Probably I believe not. me more. Yeah, I, I vote me. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I can like, I can remember what people ordered from the restaurant like weeks later. Mm-hmm. Like well, I just have a good memory. That must help yeah. you for school. Yes, because I get very uh, lazy about studying for exams and uh, then I cram and i very terrible for my stress system, but I always manage to like uh, do it really well because, yeah, I can just uh, associate things really quickly. Sweet. Yeah. Was that developed on the farm? I think it was. I mean, I think it's partly natural and then partly uh, because I started being a waitress at age uh, 14. Mm-hmm. And oh, then wow, I worked yeah. as an waitress basically ever since on and off. And then my next big job after that was being a tour guide in which you had to memorize oh, facts real quick yeah, about yeah. everything. Oh, it must be so helpful for acting. It is. Because like, I literally can be like, give me an hour, I'll have it done. Right. Mind like a steel trap. Wow. Yeah, I have that, but with useless shit. Mm. Where like I remember, well, no, okay, it's actually extremely useful. It's, but it's just things not marketable. You find information. <laughs> yeah, are... <laughs> I find information. <laughs> you are a computer. But no, I I, I have this like yeah. Rain Man like ability to like if Teffer can't find something, I know where it is. She'll oh, be like, yeah, I do that like, too. Is this because you thing? hide it from? <laughs> <laughs> I just notice things, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's uh, under this part of the coffee table <laughs> yeah like, yeah i do that too sometimes yeah. paul's like where's this thing and i'm like just a second then i like lift a pillow and it's yeah. under there but oh, very visual well, yeah. that was it i think yeah. we're all very visual people because yeah. me too i'm just like i know i saw it and then you work it out from there yeah and yeah. that's like how i best remember things is from like associating it to a visualization of something like right. i'll build a world for german grammar to live in uh. um and then it, it, that it sounds fun. There. Yeah. Is there a waterfall? And then I kill that world. I burn it down. Oh my god! Because to make more space. Grammar. Yeah. Ugh. Can you can you uh, delight us with some German grammar? Yeah. Ich bin Komiker und uh, ich heiße Kate Hammer. Ich uh, ich habe uh, einen Hund. Er er heißt er heißt uh, Charlie, uh, I'm just saying none I of that's a, grammar. I am a comedian. My name yeah. is Kate Hammer. Yeah. I have a dog named Charlie. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Are you German? Uh, going back <laughs> far enough. <laughs> and it was also pretty simple. Like, yeah. That was all very, I mean, like German is like, is English Germanic? It's funny how much, I, like sometimes I'll read a text in German, um, or I'll read a text and then our professor's like, great job. Like, that was a very hard German text, everyone. And I'm like, I thought that was in English. Like, uh, you know, in my yeah, memory, yeah. I read it as English because, right. like, it 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 is very, I don't know, it's interesting where a lot of people be like, it's nothing like English. And you're like, yes, but no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about that answer. Yes, but, but no. no. Yes and no. That's the improv way to do oh, it. Yes yeah. and, and no. no. 
54.750. Numbers. Yes, that's the only thing I remember from my German in college. I was there for a very short time. Then I got drunk and went to England. Ja, ich habe 28. April Geburtstag. Very believable accent. I have no I have no authority to say <laughs> no, that, but like it, it sounds good. I like I really don't pay attention to grammar, so my grammar isn't that good. The first half of the course I nailed an A plus on the midterm and my oral I got a ninety five on. Oh well done. Because like afterwards yes. he's like, Is this your first German class? I was like, Yeah, and he's like You're very good. Amazing. And I was like, thank you. I have, like, I just pick up on accents quickly. Yeah. But then I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> But you you have some German in your family. Again, five generations go. Right. Here's the interesting thing. Ooh. Is that my grandfather uh, on my dad's side spoke, basically was raised uh, speaking only Pennsylvania Dutch, which okay. is like low German. Right. He could read high German, but like uh, high German would not be able to understand him. Right. Okay. Um. But then there That's was like such a good way of putting that shit. Yeah. So there's like, <laughs> uh, so it's like there was eventually his older siblings were sent to school and then they all had such problems uh, because they didn't know any English in Ontario. <laughs> yeah. And so eventually his parents started just speaking English around the house to help the kids. It was also a pretty, you know, interesting time of Germanness. Yeah. Because they still gave uh, church services in German until the wars. And they were like, right. we're just gonna switch this quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and forget it ever happened. Um, but then because, and I've heard this again and again with different people, is that when parents, like way back when, when parents spoke a different language, they never taught their kids it because in their minds, it held them back. Right. Knowing another language. Yeah. Right. Where now we know that like speaking many languages is such a bonus, a yeah. helpful thing. Mm. But Excuse back then they were like, yeah, we're not going to teach. Uh, so my grandpa never taught my dad mm. any because he was like, it. And my parents knew it held them back. It held me back. Yeah, yeah. The association with the language would be negative. But he would still speak it to the cows. So then my dad and my brother <laughs> oh. would run into my grandma and go, mom, dad's speaking Spanish to the cows again. Whoa. <laughs> Stupid! My dad's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if the cows liked that. <laughs> I don't know. That's a nice thought. Cows are so sensitive. They're such caring beings. They really are. And then, and then having someone speak to them in, in their mother tongue. In their mother tongue <laughs> of Spanish. I don't know. That'd well, no, it's German. 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 Her German. dad just thought it was Spanish. Yes, <laughs> yes. right, correct. They had, like that's the point. His dad had never even. There was such a non-sharing culture. I don't know mm. if it is the same in your families, but I only, uh, like, unfortunately, I only started once I lost my uh, first grandfather. But I started interviewing my grandparents and videotaping mm. them. It is so hard to get out information from them because mm. they didn't. I'd be like, "What's your favorite? You know, what was your favorite toy growing up?" And my grandpa's like, "We didn't have toys. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know, nothing." And I'm just like. Great, but like, you know, they, he doesn't even have an opinion on that. He's like, you know, well, actually, because of this or this or, you know, other kids had this, it was just like, I had a stick. Like, that, yeah, that's what yeah, I played yeah, yeah. with. And so it's like, it's really hard. But then he can go on a rant and he's like, uh, you know, Kellner, but his uncle on lot 45. And I'm just like, I don't know. And I don't think this is relevant. <laughs> 
But it's like, it's like, yeah, pulling needles. It, it's yeah. hard to get information yeah. that I want to know so much about. And I think it's we're yeah. our, our feeling of lack of tradition, too, where I feel like I have a lack of information. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, it's possibly, I mean, it's possibly just age that you're, you don't want to share mm-hmm. when you get to that point. Mm-hmm. But in the same vein as what you were saying, that they didn't want to pass on the language, like there were, there were certain, because of the connotations, it's like these, these certain behavioral things that you're not supposed to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed yeah. to talk right. about your feelings or what you like or dislike or whatever. Um, so that they were more like just, you know. But your grandma, being in, in such a different world mm. of animation and that, and right. not just being yeah. in the middle of an Ontario farm cut right. off from the world, how did, was she yeah. different, do you think? Well, it's probably worth noting that my grandparents are in their early 70s now. Whoa, okay. Because <laughs> my mom had me at 22, and they had her in their like late 20s. So like... My family's young. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. So so there's that side of it where they are, like, possibly just a different generation, right? Yeah, it's not too, because my one grandma's 90. Right. And then my other one, she doesn't know how to work podcasts. Uh, I, think she's <laughs> I think she's 86. Yeah, She's 86. not going to listen to this. Yeah. But it's funny how in your head, like, growing up, I always thought my grandparents were forever 80. Right. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, c- completely. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah. so confused when my grandparents are 80. I'm going to be like, why, why am I 30 now? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Uh, so, so my grandparents like are both artists. They're both creative oh, types. Wow. And they're both like, you know, my grandma worked in animation. So she was in like studios all the time having to work with people. My grandpa. Which, t- uh, that was not a norm for a woman. No. Well. In specific maybe. jobs in animation, it was a lot. Of, the women did a lot of the coloring. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. She was a background artist, so she like okay. did a lot of like watercolor paintings, basically for like the Timon and Pumbaa cartoon in the huh. like nineties, and like what about Mimi and a whole bunch of that. Did she do that stuff. here or where? Yeah, she... in uh, Vancouver. Okay. Um, and then my grandpa is a jeweler, and like also was like a professional dancer when he was like in his early twenties wow. or whatever. So they're both like fairly social people and like storytelling people, right? Right. So I don't feel like I, I, I feel like I know a lot about them just as people, just because mm-hmm. like. I when I talk to them they talk you know yeah so I, I don't know that feeling at all like I I was the one who found out my grandma was engaged before <laughs> my grandfather like no one else knew oh, and my other wow. grandma didn't tell her kids that she had like three miscarriages my mom was like no she only had one I was like well she just told me three and she needs so like but it's it's funny like you said yeah they feel like they maybe now they can open up a bit more yeah. right. and the fact that you actually showed interest yeah. like beyond the just like oh my grandma doesn't talk like just I'm yeah. gonna prod I'm gonna get right. this information information that's amazing it's very yeah. into because i'm like whoa wouldn't it previous engagement like that's the most dramatic thing yeah in yeah. my family yeah um because no one went to war no like you know they didn't because we're all farmers and like so it really feels like we we're just like came to a swamp in 1850 uh and just like stayed Stead, right. settled yeah. and stayed yeah, yeah yeah in retrospect i think one of my grandparents was like engaged or like expected to be married to someone else but a dancer and an animator and that just didn't. suits that life so <laughs> yes more. yes oh my goodness yeah my, my grandparents were first cousins nice so that explains a lot <laughs> <laughs> edit point <laughs> That's the best like <laughs> evolution of this where I'm like, you know, farmer, animation, first, first cousins. cousins. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Uh, oh. And my, that okay back then. No? Who says yeah. it's not okay now? <laughs> that's true. I feel like uh, it was wait, okay the law, then. right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, law. The law. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Every thing. civilized person. Yeah. Oh my goodness. One of my friends once tried to um, marry his cousin. 
No, no. Trying to save an insult because she she said, um, "Oh, but that when when that happens, then the like the problems that skips a generation." Like they were trying to save my mom, like not insult my mom, but then just insulted me because hmm. you know I'm the other generation. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. the idiot. Hi. <laughs> Oops. Oh, but uh, yeah, my I never I only knew really knew my one of my grandmothers because. The other, on my dad's side, they died pretty early. My dad's dad died at 63, and he always uh, he would always say, actually, like past 63, I don't need to be around. You know, like my dad's talked about death for such a long right. time. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then my grandma grandfather on my mom's side uh, had Alzheimer's when I was very very young, oh. so that was very difficult. Yeah. Like I I only knew him as being short with me and mm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then my grandma, I didn't know her very well because it, she was in England, so I only saw her occasionally. So to me, my grandma was, uh, she would give me money and she would have cookies and Aww. she would let us watch TV, <laughs> you know, the little, the little fun things like that. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really know much of my family because they were so far away. Yeah. yeah. Distance is hard. Yeah. 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 I was lucky enough that my grandparents, like, because my mom was single and like 22 and she had me. They were around a lot when I was young. Oh, good. And then eventually, like, I think once things stabilized for her a bit more, they moved back to BC. Like, they had been here with us for a bit. Um, It was just really nice, like, having them sort of in my life, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, distance is difficult. Yeah. It could make it really hard to, like... Well, because then you have to be really intentional about the relationship. Exactly, And, like, I don't know about you, but I... I don't like phone calls. <laughs> no, I don't. I hate I them. I love phone calls. You do? Yeah. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Call me up. I'm terrified. <laughs> I might ask you to help me out of my ter- my fear. Yeah. Can you make a bunch of phone calls for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, Can honestly, you call my grandpa? I've, oh, my God. You know what I just remembered is apparently as a kid when I was first allowed to answer the phone, you know how it's like you're too young, but yeah. now it's like, all right, you're old enough. You can say hello. And who the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, I, it was such an honor to me as a seven-year-old to be given this that apparently I just like went full posh and started speaking in a British accent. <laughs> like I never noticed, but apparently I'd be like, hello, who is this? Yes, one moment, please. Like, so... Please. Uh, yes, please. And then, like, everyone would burst out laughing. And I was like, what? No, but I think I, I just love phone calls because, yeah... I mean, a text is easy to miss. Mm. And if somebody's really trying to get a hold, I like, hey, when you have like 10 messages, like, where are you? What is it? And I'm like, mm. call me. Yeah, like, my yeah. phone will buzz once for a text, but rings loud. And yeah. also just, uh, you can get everything done so much quicker. Yeah. yeah. There like, is that. Hey, meet you here. Perfect. Is this logistic? Great. And tone of voice. Yes. That's and tone of voice. A That's quick true. phone call for like practical purposes. I love Ugh, it's yeah. the long conversation phone calls that I can't stand because I'd rather be doing anything else. And in those cases, I would rather send a light, uh, like a really nice wordy email. Uh-huh. I would love to, because it's like a letter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. Love yeah to that just too. be like, here's paragraph upon paragraph, but, dear grandfather. And then have another, like have him email me back the next day with four sentences and a gif. Because <laughs> my grandpa is cool. See, I I call my grandmas once a week, right. and like they do have access to internet that they were you know have certain abilities with. They watch porn. Yeah, you can just say it. they make it actually. Oh no! Um, but so they love you know my calls once a week, and but I I'm with you. I I can't just sit still. So I always yeah. like I call them when I'm like doing the dishes or walking so if I have a 15 minute walk I'll give them a call or like just something so that because it with my schedule it does like 
it's like, oh, I can't just dedicate half an hour to nothing. So right. like I can clean my room, I can do this. That and, sense, yeah. and that is because then it keeps me busy and I'm engaged mentally. Yeah. And then I feel good and my grandmas feel good. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to love phone calls. I, w- I mean, I would speak to my boyfriends or like <gasps> a crush or whatever on the yeah. phone for hours. Yeah. The sweaty ear, the right. like fucking fucked up shoulder from the position that you're yeah. s- lying in or the sitting sudden in. sudden knowledge that your phone uh, carrier does not allow you to talk for more than five minutes without <laughs> charging you. Oh, oh no. Good what, times. Tell, tell us what happened. It just was a very expensive phone bill. Yikes. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I think at that time I paid you 20 bucks a month and then it was like $150 and I was like, uh, whoops. Oh, I get it. Uh, My actions have repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> that was the moment. Oh, man. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Hey you! Do you make stuff or want to make stuff? Are you having a bitch of a time finding a space that fits all your functional needs? Well, good news for you, friend. That's because friend of the show, good boy George Poppy, is trying to figure all that shit out for you by creating a collaborative workspace for all your assorted production needs. Check out chaos.co, K-H-A-O-Z.co. Fill out the form and let George know exactly what you've got going on that best suits your production needs. Let's make stuff, but you know, collaboratively, because only together can we save enough money to have a popper's dinner at Burger King. Chaos.co, K-H-A-O-Z.co. You ever wonder if picking your own name for Secret Santa and then buying yourself a gift makes you a sociopath? Or if everything is everything, then how much of everything is there? Or what exactly a moguana is? Well, <laughs> that one's just a way of saying more iguana. Or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like. Whatever your questions, you can find the answers and also more questions on Lasers on the Ride podcast. Now a member of the Upford Network. Available wherever you usually get your podcasts. Should we dive into the turtle's Absolutely. butt? Let's jump into the turtle butt. One last time for this year. What am I? Why am I doing this? When do you guys do it? I <laughs> will do it. I will go into the turtle's back. Yes. For the final time in 2018, back. we have a lovely stuffed turtle here this who doubles as a cup two. holder. We filled his butt with questions from you. Want to submit a question? Give us a dollar on Patreon or leave your question in a review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. Questione from your producer. What was your highlight of 2018? Personally or on this show? In life. Any highlight. What was the highlight for you this year? What was the thing that stood out that made you go, that's nice? Holy shit. I feel like a lot of little things. Yeah? Yeah. Getting cast in this play was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting into the Toronto Fringe was nice. Mm-hmm. Um Doing it for oh my god, this year has been so long. Yeah, yeah. Doing a fringe show for the so first much. time. Yeah, yeah, infamous at Off JFL. Yeah, 
Infamous at Pop Montreal. Infamous in general, producing a show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've kind of had a killer year for like performance and production. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, we just we just we just pulled up the, I the didn't curtain realize, back. Yeah. <laughs> you've done oh, so much. I need to sleep. Much. Yeah. <laughs> but so much great stuff. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Like I like I could uh, so many highlights would involve you in them. Like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, turtle 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 turtle, turtle turtle in the park. With those squirrels when we took the photos for the for the festival <laughs> there were 15 20 squirrels that because we were Ugh. we used salad as our prop right. and then they were like hello they were like wrestling food from outsiders and they like came up and circled us oh no yeah that's intimidating a, squirrels exciting. are intimidating what about you tom uh, yeah, I think a big, well, I mean, I had a baby. I feel like I'm not allowed <laughs> to say anything except that. Like, that's true. Like he's kind of got to be the big highlight. Yeah. yeah. But, like how rude of that baby to take that moment away from right? you, you know? I be know, born in 2019. Come on. Fuck. No, but I mean the, you know, he is kind of top of the list. He is wonderful. I have wanted a kid for a long time. Yeah, like, he is yeah. incredible. It's, it's amazing. Uh, but this was also a year where like, if I hadn't had a baby, a bunch of other dope shit also happened. Yeah. So I sort of feel like <laughs> like it's hard to pick one thing, right? Where I'm like, the default is that like, yes, the baby is definitely the best thing. Yeah. But like, we launched a freaking podcast network. Yeah. Yes. And like, so much I brought like year. a bunch of yeah, that won't uh, pass it on. I brought a bunch of cool people go. onto the work. projects that I'm working on, <laughs> and like, all of this is really exciting. Yeah. And like, this is the first year where like. I feel like my creative stuff is going in a cool direction. Awesome. That's really good. Yeah. And like, shout out to you for being a part of that. Oh, you know, both of you are like, you know, you, you guys and Adrian and Julian and like everyone at the network. And it's like, Oh, cool. <laughs> like this community that I'm building is like an actual thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But also exciting. less so exciting important. than my, my screaming fat baby. Of course. <laughs> can of wait course. real quick. Can I, everyone listening and everyone in this room, I just needed you to look at. <laughs> I just need everyone to YouTube Tom Walker baby impression, and that's all that I need to say right now. It's one of it's the funniest thing I've seen lately. Will that be their new highlight of the year? Um, yeah, that's definitely Tom Walker's highlight of the year. I don't know. It's just the funniest, and you just had a baby, and I think that's very. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. It's baby Jesus. That's baby it's baby Jesus <laughs> being born. It's Tom Walker. <laughs> you you're, don't know what happens when yeah, I'm thinking about it. You're it. laughing at right now. Oh my god! I have a, I have a, I posted a video on YouTube uh, that I filmed my brother with his first firstborn, and he he had her in his arms, and he was moving her her lip up and down, yeah. and just saying stuff like "bitch ass," and this is like it's so funny. <laughs> I wonder when she'll be old enough to see that. Uh, for me, um, so a big year for me as well. It's kind of hard to, you know, when you're, I uh, don't want to cry. Jesus fucking Christ, emotions. Um, cry. Do it. No, I'm not crying on this fucking podcast. <laughs> I just, I reached out to touch you and then I realized that you're sick and that I, you told me not to. <laughs> that was why that quick withdrawal happened. And I know I could still not touch disgusting. your arm. Um, I I was able to work this year. Um, I have a job. I you know, yay! Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, and you have a poly Paul. I have a poly Paul. I've had a poly Paul for a while, and he's <laughs> wonderful. Um, but yeah, being able to prove to myself that I can uh, work is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, this one's nice though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! <laughs> the the crying baby oh, in the background. So plan for this. <laughs> that's amazing. But yeah, I that's, that's huge. I'm a teacher now. Yeah, I have students. And, and they love you. You're so good at what you do. Oh, thank and you're you so, so much. passionate. And like, even I mean, like, I had a meeting with another person at MIT, and we just like were talking. And I was like, I'm just so glad Kate's here and teaching because, like, <laughs> you know, we think that that community has such potential, and yeah. we need more people like you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh, stop looking at me. <laughs> I really didn't plan for this. Like, feels jingle bells. Yeah, to that's amazing. That's a, that's like. <laughs> Anything yeah. that you can do to amp up my emotions, <laughs> don't worry. Pre-planned <laughs> emotional music. But yeah, that's uh, huge, though. Like, yeah, yeah, that and is it gives a really it cool gives thing. me hope for the future, which is something that I don't have a lot of. So mm. it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, mm. you're good stuff. Yeah. There's good stuff in this room. Yeah, there's good stuff outside of this room. Yeah, yeah. there's good stuff in, in the first cousins. <laughs> And that brings See? us to the end of our show for this week. <laughs> if you have a first cousin who has a question, <laughs> do you love them? How much? <laughs> Put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, thank you for coming on this journey with us. Yes. Thank you for mm. all of the 200 episodes of, oh, of my love goodness. and fun and learning things and growing together. Uh, thank you for this amazing year. Happy holidays, everyone, and happy new year. And uh, uh, kiss your cousin for me. I just really want. <laughs> Give your want cousin you a big old tongue kiss, kiss from oh, me. And, little uh, Frencher. Jay. Oh, Baru! Baru! Happy holidays, Baru. Happy holidays. You're well, like, in I our hope, hearts. Jay, I hope one day I can genuinely meet you and uh, you won't be weirded out. So that's my that's my New Year's wish. <laughs> yeah, that's the New Year's wish. <laughs> Amazing. I hope I'm Meet there. Meet Jay Baruchel yes. and not be cool weird. Cool weird? <laughs> I said too wrong. <laughs> Guys, if you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we also have merch. You can click the merch link in the description of this episode to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Tea Public. Uh, the original recipe up for discussion merch design is being discontinued at the end of 2018. So you've got less than a week to buy it if you want it, or it's going to disappear forever, so act fast. Forever. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. You can share this episode with your cousin. You can share this episode with Santa Claus. Uh, share this episode with a teacher who told you that wreath wasn't a real thing. Oh. <laughs> share this episode with your nieces and nephews. Yeah. Your fam jam. Yeah. yeah. Sit around the fire and listen to a stupid comedy podcast together. Yes. Yeah. And then light newspaper on fire and beat each other with the sticks. <laughs> stab each other in the face with fire. Stab, stab, flame stab. Flame stab. Flame stab. <laughs> I like it. You can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tonsil at Night. I'm at Red Random. At Kate the Hammer. Does anyone have anything to plug, bearing in mind this comes out on Krimpus? Everyone in Montreal come to Infamous at Bad... Or wait, crap! No. <sighs> Everyone in Montreal come to Infamous every third Saturday. That's our secured spot for 2019. Every third Saturday nice. of the month what? at Le Petit and Pro. That's yeah. amazing. Oh. oh, okay. I thought you heard you, heard you say bad dog. Right. Here's the thing. So now, <laughs> edit. Double edit and point. Um, 
that's our secured spot for 2019. Every third Saturday at Le Petit Impro at 8 p.m. Pay what you can. I switched it to pay what you can oh. and the theater's letting me do it because they wanted to make it more accessible for wonderful, everyone. Wonderful. That's awesome. So um, yeah, I would love you to come and chip in a couple bucks for some empowering feminine binary comedy. And if you're in Toronto, uh, come out December 27th nice. at Bad Dog Theater for infamous... Edition T.O. Amazing. Some amazing performers. I'm so excited amazing. for Amazing. If, yeah. uh, if cool. Johan and Vance Gillis aren't at that show, ooh, we got some words for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap, 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 slap. Yep. <laughs> On December 31st at Montreal Improv, yeah. there is a special minuit uh, show with a bunch of uh, amazing performers. It's going to be bilingual, I think. I'm in it uh, with Stefan Speck and Mariana Vial, and there will be other, a bunch of other people, and then we're going to have so amazing, and, so amazing, and all kinds of stuff. I would also like to plug something that doesn't have a specific date, but it just started, and it's so great, and I, I want to want to plug it. Uh, the uh, Montreal Improv has started a queer jam yes. that is happening I believe they're aiming to do it once a month cool I'm not entirely sure yet but uh, keep your eyes yeah. open for that mm. follow um, MIT's page yeah follow yeah. Uh, MontrealImprov.com uh, and uh, we had our first one on Sunday morning and uh, only two of us showed up oh, no. but it was the best time Lacey is a fantastic uh, teacher and we had a really really great time and it was wonderful and I it's the beginning of a that. really good thing yeah i wanted to come to that but i forgot it was happening that day until 10 30 <laughs> well by the time i get there it'll be over yeah it was the it was the the day after the christmas party as yeah. well that was banging so yeah. like i you uh, saw me walk in and how unwell i was yeah, exactly so no, i was yeah. like i wanted to come but yeah um so that'll uh, be happening in the future that's awesome Oh, there was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. Sorry. Oh, Go. No worries. Cool. Uh, I want to remind people to come to PodCon. Uh, it's happening in a few weeks in Seattle, Washington, January 19th and 20th. I'll be there. Toby will be there. Teffer will be there, uh, along with a bunch of fantastic people, featured podcasters, like a bunch of the guests we had on the show, Carrie Poppy, Cecil Baldwin, Jeffrey Craner, Hank Green. Amazing. Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Baruch! What if I start a Jay, speci- Jay Baruchel specific podcast? Do you think that's niche enough to get him on the show? <laughs> him on my, hey Jay, I've just started a podcast about you. Yeah, I think if there's a logo, he'd be down. Honestly, <laughs> Let's I make feel this like, happen. I feel like if I try hard enough, we could get him on this show, even just for a 10 minute interview. Oh my God. Let me see what I can do. I, if I'm not, okay, A, if I'm not asked to be on it first with Kate, uh, you're dead. Okay. Uh, and two, I don't think I'll be able to speak. A and two. I'll be so, <laughs> three lowercase eyes. Yes, yes, yes. And the last one's just a picture of Thor. You know, like the Marvel super, never mind. I get it. Do you get it yet? Your eyes are, oh. I think I disappointed her. She's shr- Shrugged. Game Four over. people? Thor. Like the Fantastic Four? Thor? Thor. Thor. I, I thought you said... A, two, I, 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 Thor. <laughs> Counting. Ich bin... Vielen Fuß ich aus, sieben hundert Fuß ich. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I missed, I missed it. I was just hoping one of you would do the special thanks. Oh, right. <laughs> we'll do it at the same time. 
Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatnon. That's me. Upward Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upwardnetwork.com. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy holidays. holidays. See you in 2019, motherfuckers. Have a great year, Jay Baruchel. Jay. And to Toby. <laughs> we out. Yes, come to see you. I say now Benson Benson Joe. Benson Benson Benson